trail um did you tell anybody about the podcast this week anyone new no why not i just haven't yet good grief i i did uh someone came by the other day summer if you i ever... did tell someone new oh you told someone new yeah we someone someone asked like oh wesley has a podcast and they were like who does it and i was like <laughs> me <laughs> a couple of losers. i was like you don't want to check it out <laughs> that's a way to promote it good job no, uh, the summer, uh, she, uh, she works for Red Pest Control, and um, she's pretty cool, and she's the one who uh, does our, sprays Wesley or whatever, and so she comes oh, by cool. periodically, and she was here the other day when I was sitting in this room, she just came and talked to me. And, and she was like, this is a cool room. Uh, I don't think we've talked about that. How cool the room is? Yeah. It'd be great if we could show people. It would be. <laughs> Maybe I'll post an Instagram pic. Oh my gosh, that's lame. We're supposed to video stuff. We just haven't done it yet. The video, ca- the podcast is going video within the next two weeks. Yeah. In the next two episodes. I have to get a lot of work done first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're working on camera angles. No, I'm try- all myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Personally, Molly has to get a lot of work done. That's really the only reason. Uh, we haven't. We're not. We're not on video today, right? Yeah, that's it. We have to put the cameras in here in a way where Molly doesn't know they're in here, even though she's the one putting the cameras of, in here. Yeah. So it's gonna be really hard. Hidden cameras. Uh, she has to hide the cameras from herself. That's not gonna be possible. No. You're just gonna have to get over it. Well, you can do it. Okay. I believe you. Uh, in you. Um, but yeah, so I told Summer about the podcast. So she's really cool. She's excited. Um, and do you think the person that you told you they're not going to listen? Huh? But but your description. Maybe he will. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say don't listen to it. I was just like, it's me. Ha ha ha. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, last week we kind of just I don't even remember what we talked about. Uh, but we oh have gosh. a game plan. We going talked forward. about hope. Oh hope. Oh, that's right. That's yes, right. Yes, that's, that's right. Because we talked about the difference is between the hopes that we had in 2020 compared to the uh, beginning of 2021 and what we were hoping for. Yeah. So, well, we have a plan going forward to to talk a little bit about things uh, kind of related to the whatever season we're in with with Christianity and and right now we're uh, just like what two weeks away from the start of. Lent, you know, and then of course in in Louisiana, Mardi Gras is a huge thing anyway, and so we're we're I think we really are like two weeks away. Uh, yesterday was two weeks uh, to Mardi Gras, so um, we wanted to talk about a couple of things with that as we move into uh, that time of year. And I think sometimes, uh, well, I don't know, people have maybe have questions or whatever. Not that we're going to have a bunch of answers, but at least we can talk about it a little bit and share some experiences and that sort of thing. So the first thing we were going to talk about was ashes. So, ashes, yeah. That's, that's 
Ash Wednesday is the start of Lent. Right, that officially marks it. Um, and it is quite an old custom. Um, and we'll talk more a little we'll talk more about Lent in a couple weeks or maybe even next week, but but with Ash Wednesday, as far as the, the imposition of ashes, if you're Blake Marchbank or anybody else who's official, um, when you put those, uh, when, when those are placed on your forehead on Ash Wednesday, that that whole thing is probably, I think from some of the stuff that I read, is, is kind of like 6th century, so in the 500s, right? That's what that would be. Sure. Um, so a long time ago, but not as old as the tradition of Lent, you know the forty days in preparation for for uh, Easter, but so that was there. That was already kind of in place. Um, but as far as like Ash Wednesday being like a kickoff kind of thing, and I, I mean I don't even know if sixth century is right, but it, it's it it's something that started a little yeah. bit later. But the idea of ashes, though, that's not new. Uh, you can read multiple times in Scripture where people in, especially like in times of mourning. Um, they would cover themselves in ashes, and then also when it's connected to um, sacrifice, because you know offerings were burnt, and 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 then ashes would rise, um, and it was like putting your offering down for your sin, uh, you know, and letting it go up to God. Mm-hmm. I, when when you were a little kid. Um, I was a youth pastor, and we used to do these nights with with this one grade of kids where they would uh, lay down on a on a piece of paper, and they would have their buddy uh, trace them out, and then they would write in there uh, just different things that they've struggled with, you know, maybe different um, different temptations, different sins, and we had several different things that they could write on there. Yeah, and even also maybe like ways that they felt that they could serve and, and do things uh, that God wanted them to do. And then we would go outside, and we had like a stone uh, altar that we had set up. And then they would lay down their paper on there, and we'd get them all laid out. You know, so you'd have like 30, 30 sheets of paper or whatever, or maybe even more than that if we had, uh, if each kid had a mentor. They might have all done it. And so... And then we'd light that on fire. Oh yeah! And 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 they would see that, and they would see the ashes rising up. That's you know, cool. so it was really kind of a. It was kind I of. I think cool I did thing. something like that in youth group, but I definitely never heard of Ash Wednesday until like probably my senior year of high school when I went to a Methodist church. Yeah, because for some for some Christian denominations, it's just not a thing. Where others, it's a huge thing, and you know, then there's always the kind of the in between and. And kind of what you think about, and I think too, maybe in the Methodist denomination, it's kind of become a little bit more popular than it used to be. Like, because when I was a kid, I don't remember ever going to, and but it may have just been my parents didn't take me because it was early in the morning on a school day, and we're not doing that, you know. I don't know, but I I feel like in the last twenty years, for sure, maybe a little longer, that it's it's kind of picked up in popularity, where Mm -hmm. almost. You're not going to find a Methodist church that doesn't that doesn't do something with Ash Wednesday yeah. now, you know. And Methodist is kind of probably middle of the road, I guess. You know, in in that where where you're probably not going to find very many Baptist churches that do it, but you know, of course, every Catholic church is going to do something like that. And so Methodist kind of again is the middle of the road. And then uh, anyway, um, I do think too that uh, 
I don't know. Do you have a uh, favorite Ash Wednesday story? Well, if you have one, go ahead. <laughs> just, I don't have it's one. It's just but there. It's, if, yeah. If you're just dying I, to say it, go ahead. <laughs> but um, every time I think about Ash Wednesday, I think about, and I told you this when we were talking about Ash Wednesday, um, Wesley was like having some type of like, I don't know, we like rented out the trampoline park or something for that Wednesday. And it just so happened to be Ash Wednesday. And so we were trying to think of, like, how to promote it. And Ivan was telling us to call it Jump Your Ashes Off. Oh, right. Because people were going to come, like, after they got their ashes. And so I just jump always, your ash off. always think of that. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many good, good ways to play that, I guess. That's really good. That's a great story. Really deep, personal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gets to the gore of Ash Wednesday for sure. Well, I always think about, because there were two things, because we don't want to go off on a big thing about Lent yet, because there's so much that we do want to talk about that in, in future podcasts, so we're trying to, I'm trying to steer us to just talk about ashes for this one. And so one of the, the two big things that I read, uh, and, and I guess when I think of ashes too, obviously, you know, something got burnt, right? Because it's ashes, so yeah. that, that comes with the territory. And so when you think about burnt if, if I think about the word burnt and I think about the Bible, I think of burnt offering. Yeah. And then so if there's an offering, it has something to do with sin. And if you're making an offering for your sin, the idea would be that you are tr- trying to repent of it, you know, and walk in a different way. And, and this is kind of a reconciliation between you and God, and especially when you talk about Old Testament type stuff. So there's that aspect, which we can come back to in a second. But the other aspect of ashes and and what the reminder of and and typically and i don't know we talked about this too like do you remember what people say when they put ashes on your head remember you are dust and to dust you shall return but you were saying that you don't remember if anybody ever told you that when you put it yeah i think i just like i'm just a nervous person so like standing up in front of the church and having to get in a line i'm just thinking about like don't trip See, this is why... Like, every communion, that's me. Oh, I'm gosh. like, oh, my gosh. That, that, see, isn't that interesting that, that this is supposed to be this oh massively worshipful time. I know. But because it's in front of people, it puts people in a different uh, a different place where they're really not worshiping at all, you know, almost, you know. Which is a whole other conversation that I got into when in looking through, this. through all this stuff about what really worship is and, and why we want to pinpoint certain things is oh that's worship you know and that really matters uh, like this particular service is really important you yeah. know but well isn't all, shouldn't all of our life be worship to yeah. god so anyway but um yeah so you said that like dust right so to f- remember your you you came from the dust and dust will go and and so my favorite line about ashes and funerals and stuff like that is from the movie Young Guns, which I'm sure you've never seen. I have never seen right. it, never heard of it. It is a kind of a, it's a Billy the Kid. Uh, okay, I was about to say, is it like Western? Yes, it is Western. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you would know some of the actors. Let's see, I'll, I'll save the ones you obviously know for later. Young Guns. Um, I think I've seen the logo before. Do you know Emilio Estevez? Do you know who that is? Nope. Okay, what about Lou Diamond Phillips? Nope. Golly, you're so young. <laughs> Because these guys are all like my age, basically, and a little older. Um, who would be another one? Brad Pitt. 
No, he wasn't uh, even a thing then. Um, uh, what's another one? You ever seen uh, My Best Friend's Wedding with Julia Roberts? No. Golly, you're a girl, too. I know who that is, though. You know who Julia Roberts is? <laughs> yeah, she's Emma Roberts' aunt. <laughs> wow. Julia, <laughs> if you ever listen to this, know that I know you as you, not someone's aunt, first of all. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, um, Dermot Mulrooney, you know that actor? Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, anyway, well, Charlie Sheen, you know that one? Yes. You do Tiger know? Tiger. You do know? Right? Tiger Bud. What's blood. That? Tiger. Oh, yeah, Tiger Blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know him from Two and a Half That's, Men? No. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've, I've never seen it, but. Okay. I've seen You've the, heard theme the song. Show. Yeah. Men, 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 men. men, men. <laughs> okay, yeah. Good. Anyway, uh, he's in that movie, and one of their. Uh, they're like mentor guy dies and he's doing like a funeral service or whatever for him okay. after he gets shot and and he says like and he kind of has a funny accent in that movie because I, I don't they're all in New Mexico it's like Billy the Kid days in the 1800s but I can't figure out where he sounds like he's from in that movie but he's like therefore we commit his body to the ground ashes to ashes and dust to dust and that probably wasn't a good accent but it's kind of a southern deal I guess but anyway. So the other thing about Ash Wednesday is it reminds us of our own mortality. Yeah. And I guess this is the dark phase of the yeah. conversation that you were worried about, and I told you <laughs> you should tell a joke. But, but when you think about that, because um, I mean, obviously you just said when you go up to get ashes on your forehead, you're just trying not to trip, so yeah. you're not really thinking about your mortality there. It's not really reminding you that you're going to be dead one day, you know, and that's where you came from, but... But what do you, why is that an important question? Why do you think that's an important thing to be reminded of? Not that you're dirt, because that seems demeaning, but. (laughs) Um, Because I think sometimes we forget, like, we get into our ruts in our everyday life, and then, you know, we're just like, oh, I'll push this off till tomorrow. I'll push this off till tomorrow. Sure. So it's just reminded that we, we don't have all the time in the world. To be who God's told us to be. All we are God's is dust made in the us wind. to be. Dust in the wind. Um, so we don't have a lot of time, right? And do you think, like... Because I just think that, that even someone who's not... Not even dialed into to a relationship with God at all. Yeah. Like, you don't want to walk around all day with, thinking that see, you're dead... Yeah, and I always thought the the ashes on your forehead, like, was a reminder of, like, you're a broken human, like, you sin, and it was just, like, an outward, because, I mean, it's a reminder, but you can't see it. Like, I can see the right. cross on your forehead, but mm-hmm. you can't, I can't see the cross on my forehead, and so, yeah, yeah. But if you're also, if you think about it too, like if you're just saying because you're not going to look in a mirror all day long, so someone else looking at you though too would be reminded that hey, you mm-hmm. know, we are we are all human. We're yeah. we're we're on a time crunch here. You yeah. know, that the, one day our our number is going to be called, and I guess there's a difference between walking around being nervous that today's your last day on Earth or whatever. And, or the old idea of, you know, if you're Tim McGraw, you know, live like you were dying or whatever, you know, and you want to ride the bull. You I know, always or, think of Subway when I hear that song. Cause if, Subway? If, 
<laughs> the first time I ever heard it, as I was in line for a Subway sandwich as a little kid. And I just remember hearing the words thinking, man, he is so right. And you stayed in line at Subway? <laughs> yeah, real inspirational. Tim, you got a chance. No, Molly blew was, it. I couldn't even drive. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I, so, but yeah, there's that thought. And, and I guess you really can't, you know, I mean, all of us can't go out and jump out of airplanes and, yeah, and ride, bulls, ride bulls, you know, every week. I mean, that gets expensive after a while. Um, but there is that idea, though, that if, if you live with live in view of death, I guess, yeah. that it makes you a better human, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there's been tons of movies and tons of quotes and tons of things written down, I'm sure, that, that all correlate more to that. More forgiving. Yeah, you'd be more forgiving, right? Yeah. Um, my loving. Favorite, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My my favorite, uh, one of my favorite movie lines is in Gladiator, and, and the guy says, you know, uh, death smiles upon us all, and all a man can do is smile back. Um and, and I think that if we can live, th- there's something to be said for living with that kind of focus of knowing that, hey, man, this is, you know, this might be, you know, the last chance I get to do this certain thing or, or these moments are so important with these certain people because I'm not going to have these moments the rest of my life. You know? Yeah. Uh, something that you always say is like, like at weddings right. or, or leadership, like it was like this is the last time we'll ever be with that group of people. With that group of people, mm. yeah. Are you tearing? It's up? a weird thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that the other day. I don't know why I was thinking about that. I was leaving Wingstop. Oh gosh, it's always in a restaurant. It's always right? it's food. You might have a problem. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I do. But Wait, I was Wingstop. Can you eat that? Is that against your Cane's code? Yes, I can eat that. Okay. Because that's still chicken. I think you're betraying the dog. <laughs> you're betraying your one love. Oh, my gosh. Mm. But, yeah, I, I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I was just thinking about how you say that, and I was just like, dang, he's right, but that's so sad. That might be the last time that you got those exact wings ever, you know? <laughs> I wasn't thinking. <laughs> From that person. In that moment. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. And I think... You know, we say that a lot. Like your parents will say that. Well, you need to you need to spend some time with your grandma, you know, because you might not see her again or whatever. And again, you don't want to walk around with that hanging over your head. But at the same time, there's so it, it does make you a better human if you if you live in view of death and knowing that that the moments that you have are are super valuable. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what people will tell you is that time is your most valuable resource. And yeah. that what we do with the breaths that we have, you know, while we're still upright, you know, what, what we do with that time is, is so important. And, and I spend way too much of it on TikTok. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> You'll look back one day and realize you've wasted a large portion of your life. Do you life. think we get, like, a count when we get to heaven? I don't think you're going to want to know that count, man. <laughs> Like your screen time or whatever yeah. on your phone. This like is how much you've Sunday. been on your phone this week. That's depressing. Oh, that's man. so sad. No, you don't. You don't want someone to tell you that. Um, yeah. So I guess because for me this past week, like we uh, we used to live in this town, Russellville, Arkansas. We lived there for seven years, seven plus. And uh, Reed was born there. Emery was just a couple days old. I mean, a couple days old, a couple of months old when we moved there. Yeah. 
And so there's three or four families that are in that community, in the church that we served in, that kind of were like adoptive grandparents, you know, the Dennis and Virginia Burner, um, uh, Robin and Mona Goodman, uh, and then uh, Bob and Betty Moore. And it was all different times, you know, different different seasons, seasons of the kids' yeah. lives where those particular people they were important. Were important. Um, yeah. But but the, the Moors were... Uh, kind of maybe all the way through because uh, we got to know them kind of early on, even before Reed was born. I think yeah. Shauna mentioned the other day, and 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 so Miss Betty, uh, who everyone in Russellville, I don't know if any Russellville people will listen to this, but um, if you if you say Miss Betty Moore, you know most people know her. They have a story about her. Um, they talk about how she's like the kindest person they've ever met, and just so many great things about her, and. Um, for for all of the time that we knew her, she was such a like a light and and you know when you know that someone like that has passed and that because that's we had we had to go to her funeral not had to go but went to her funeral uh, last Friday and uh, she was eighty three and um, but uh, it was it did it did kind of happen real quick like people weren't expecting it and you know to see the amount of people that showed up during covid to mm-hmm. a funeral and it was outside but uh still um there was a lot of people there that day and and you know the kind of uh power that she uh, displayed in her life uh just simply because she she lived like every day mattered and yeah. and then so when someone like that dies that's that's close to you then it it puts it in a you know uh, a much sharper picture yeah. Uh, better focus for what um, what uh, what we need to be doing as we live these days, and so I think any time, whether it's Ash Wednesday or you know the day after Groundhog Day or whatever day it is, I think to to live in view of death in some way is. Yeah. I think it's valuable. I think it's important, and and for that reason alone, Ash Wednesday makes sense. But, but then to do that, if if you only do it once a year, you know, it's just not enough. I mm-hmm. think, and so so I just I just think that that's something to to be considered. Is is not just a once a year thing, where you really do something that makes you think about your your mortality, but. But to, to live like that. And yeah. um, not that you want to do, <laughs> I know you've seen Wedding Crashers, and then there's one point where, I have not where, seen wedding where he goes to funerals, you know, like crash funerals, you know, and it's all about ways to meet women or whatever. It's pretty demeaning. But um, I think, you know, even when you do attend a funeral, and I think a lot of people, that's one of the reasons that it's, that it's good to go to a funeral um, when because it helps you get over the situation and kind of put things in perspective with that person but then also uh it it should at least at some point you know impact you how you think about your own life yeah um and so not that you man nobody's died that i know recently i need to go find me a funeral you know i don't think that's a that's a habit we need to get into but but i don't know man just finding some way to 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 not uh forget uh that man you don't have all the time in the world maybe a pandemic you know Mm -hmm. maybe maybe that's what uh you know, we needed to, to straighten us out in some sense. I don't know, but I guess everybody sort of lived with that in mind now. But, but, uh, 
I know it's really easy to get sidetracked. Or the updates on your phone every Sunday of how how much time you spent on your phone. That's a (laughs) reminder every week that you're wasting. (laughs) That you're wasting your life, yeah. Um, the, The other thing about Ash Wednesday, though, and is this idea that 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 we do need to repent of sin that that we're not only are we only human but we are also like you said broken we're fallible yeah. we are not perfect and we need uh, we need to repent and and so when you know, if you go to an ash wednesday service and your priest or pastor or whoever puts those ashes on your forehead part of what we need to be thinking about part of what needs to be going through your mind at that point should be um man that that i have this savior in christ who wants to forgive everything yeah and then so what is my response to that and, and it should be to repent it should be to to bring your burdens to god to bring your sin because he already knows it anyway just go ahead and get it out there and then allow him to forgive you Mm-hmm. And begin to walk in in a new way, but but don't just sugarcoat things or brush things to the side or just say oh you know whatever with your sin because our sin does separate us from God and it does also prevent us from being fully who we're called to be. And so uh, I think coming before God in that way and repenting. But again, it's. If you do it once a year, it just it doesn't even it's make sense. Enough. I mean, because just like we, I mean, like with every breath we take, I mean, we, we live another day and we have an opportunity where we stumble into sin or we take a step further away from God at times. Yeah. So um, it, it, Ash Wednesday's great, but it can't be, it can't be the day for those things and then mm-hmm. 364 of them you don't think about that stuff yeah so i would say use this opportunity uh this year to maybe help put some kind of regular focus in in your life like that you know and maybe it maybe it has something to do with ashes maybe it doesn't but um but find a way to to uh, to think about those things, to to come to to come to God with a repentant heart, and to realize your own mortality on more of a regular basis. If I, I think that's how you become the, the better human, um, the the one more that you're called to be. If you if yeah. you can live with those two things in mind uh, all the time. Now it's dark. And now this whole time I've been thinking that. I mean, Ash Wednesday is on the 17th, but I've been thinking that it's March, and so it's like on St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day, and I'm like, think about all the people that will be wearing green, getting their ashes, but it's not. It's February. You worried about how that's going to, the colors are going to work or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it's going to clash with the ashes. <laughs> no. Ash clash. It's <laughs> going to be bad, man. You think people dress certain ways for Ash Wednesday knowing that? Oh, how will this Maybe. match? Uh, well, I have this black stuff on You don't want to wear, like, white. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a bad mistake. Cause <laughs> what if some drips, you know? I'm wondering how many, like... First of all, I'm wondering how Ash Wednesday is going to go this year. And then I'm wondering, like, how many... Because I had a Zoom call today, and I just don't like Zoom calls. I'm so awkward. How many, like, Zoom calls there will be, like, 
of people with ashes on their forehead. Yeah. Because then, because I was thinking when you said, like, it's not like you're looking in a mirror every day. I'm like, well, on Zoom. Some people are. You can turn video off, can't you? Yeah, you can. On some of those Zoom calls. But, I mean, like, I would see myself then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess there'll be a lot of Zoom Ash Wednesdays. It'll yeah. be like make your own ashes at home and mm-hmm. ash up and uh, then get on the Zoom and show yourself, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, see, th- there again, I mean, does it matter that the ashes are on your forehead or does it matter that you spend some time that day uh, contemplating your own mortality and repenting of your sin? I mean, the, those are the two things that are supposed to happen. Yeah, it's The just ashes a on the forehead is just a symbol. It's just a know? symbol. So... And, and you would hope that people would grab hold of that in this pandemic and go, hey, this is not that important. It's, it's, it's no big deal that I miss getting ashes put on my forehead. It's more important that I, that I consider the meaning behind yeah, those I things and, yeah, and, and spend cool. some time mulling that over yeah. um, that morning or that evening or whenever. And not to knock, you know, ashes. I mean, I know, I know like we need experiences and we need things we can see and feel and, and hit the senses, I think, you know, to uh, to fully understand and embrace certain things. I mean, that's why, that's why as, as much as like, uh, like, like, because we could go a whole podcast or more. I, I could just do a whole, whole series of shows about how shows. I hate shows, whatever. Wow, big production. <laughs> this director over here. Just about like 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 online up, guys. like 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 video game sports or whatever you know like that whole concept you know like <laughs> you're making video games no 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 I'm not going to make them I'm saying I hate them you know like oh. I, I like so you weren't happy about the new um, what did they announce college football oh is it, no that's cool it's uh, coming if you're back past the time I'm talking about people that actually compete in video games you know like like gaming. That's, oh, you don't like people who make money to play games? Yes, yes, yes. Like well, that's not real to me. Oh my gosh! Know? And so, like that'll never take the place of you know. Robots may do a lot of things in the future, but I'm not going to pay money to go see some robots, you know, play football or whatever. I mean, that might be kind of cool. <laughs> Why though? I mean, it just seems so dumb. I mean, at some point you got to have real stuff. Or like, it's cool to watch a movie about. Um, Snow skiing, or or like uh, the River Wild, or something where they're all where they're paddling through the, yeah, you know, rapids and stuff. But but you can sit around and watch that crap. But I mean, actually going out and doing it, you know, and having the experience of it. And so I think that part for Ash Wednesday, I I, I so I'm not going to dismiss it. You know, I, people may miss it this year. I think you know? it's a tradition, and people like worship with tradition. You know. Yeah, yeah, but see, the problem is some people worship tradition. tradition. You know, and then that, that, that's a thin line. Some people can't even see the difference. They don't even know. Yeah. I mean, it's like Christmas Eve service. Well, I mean, oh yeah, I just love it. I love the candles and blah, 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 and my pajamas. I go every but, year. Yeah. That's, that's the only. <laughs> I go every year. I never miss it. Never miss it. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. And, and so, yeah, but I do get the fact that. It, it helps the experience and some people can engage better yeah. when there's things to do and something to see. I totally I totally get that. I'm I'm experiential in a lot of ways like that. I mean I, I, I need those things, but um but if the experience becomes the an object of worship though, that's when you're in a check yourself. Yeah, check yourself. Yeah. 
So anyway. So yeah, if you're going to leave it better than you find it, I, that's that's an easy one today, man. Like when Ash Wednesday comes in two weeks, like really do it. Don't just go stand up there and hope not to trip and get ashes on your forehead or whatever. I mean, really uh, let those two things sink in that this is a time to repent of my sin. I need to do that as as a human. I need to repent. And, and, yeah. and then also as a human, I mean, my day's coming. And what am I doing with the time? I've got left. So yeah, leave this life, your own life better than you find it this week and and live with those things in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Happy trails. Happy trails. And if you do make a campfire along the ashes. trail, then you have some ashes. Yes. There you go. All right. <laughs>